0: Hello, everyone. I'm Regina Hassan, your host for Pregnant with Purpose. And we are in our second season. Very excited. And this season, our theme is living out your purpose, helping others. And this particular show, I've titled it Marriage and Ministry. We're going to have an interesting uh, discussion with uh, two married couples that um, I find them to be... um, I find them to be outstanding people, I I, I do. Um, So if you allow me, I would like to uh, introduce to you uh, pastors, Cornelius and Yolanda Carroll, as well as Gerald and Brittany Lanier. Welcome y'all. Hello, hi, good
1: morning. So let us. me
0: just take a moment. Let me just take a moment to tell you about these two, two couples, all right? So y'all give me a minute, all right? So y'all just <laughs> stand there and blush and smile as I <laughs> right? right, exactly.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, but I'm going to start with Pastors Cornelius and Yolanda Carroll. Uh, born, both of them born and raised in Houston. Yay! Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. town Houstonians, native Houstonians. They are high school sweethearts who have been Mm -hmm. married for, get this, y'all, 43 years. Yeah, Yeah, I said 43. Right. (laughs) Cornelius and Yolanda worked in corporate America in engineering and banking for over 30 years before they're they're committed to full-time ministry. In 2002, they founded Abundant Love Christian Center in the Clear Lake area of Houston. They have been working diligently to build the kingdom with those the Lord has entrusted to them. The Carols are ordained pastors, conference hosts, mentors, life coaches, and much more. Yolanda is a certified Christian counselor who completed her doctorate in theology in 2020. Congratulations, congratulations, Mm -hmm. Dr. Carol. Mm -hmm. And she counsels women and couples weekly. Cornelius recently released his first book, Cornelius, I'm gonna need the name of the book. I don't it's know not, why not it's not It's called The market. Ball.
1: It's called The Ball. And um we can we can tell I can tell you a little bit more about it when the time when you tell okay, me. Okay,
0: great, yeah. great, great. And you are planning to begin writing your next one in the coming months. Good for you. Yes. They are the proud parents of two adult daughters and their husbands, one adult mm-hmm. son and five grandchildren. In their spare time, and I don't see where they have any, but in their spare time, <laughs> they enjoy eating out, sitting on the patio, attending concerts, and tending to their plans. I don't know if y'all agree with me, Pastor Carol, but I always make this statement, there is no retirement plan plan in God's kingdom. It's yes, not. yes, yes. It absolutely is
1: Absolutely. Agree. Okay, Agreed.
0: Okay, then we have Brittany and Gerald. Y'all wait to the folks, hey, yeah. Gerald, right? yeah. Right? <laughs> Gerald Gerald and Brittany Lanier have been married for 12 years, but they have been together for 18 years. They have two beautiful children together, and they've started up on a new journey of of being business partners. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. They currently (laughs) own and operate a marketing and production company, all while Gerald still serves as an electrical estimator. Yes. Mm Okay, as an electrical estimator and a professor at HCC. I didn't know that, Gerald. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> I didn't know that, Gerald. Yes, and ma'am. Brittany uh serves as a Christian counselor and consultant to ministries and churches. Well, isn't it something how y'all hooked up? You yeah, know, man. you know, mm-hmm. I just I hey. got it. <laughs> In their free time, they are movie connoisseurs, gamers, and embark on new adventures. Y'all got little children. Y'all try to act like y'all got some free time. <laughs> y'all, night. y'all go see those children movies. That's where y'all going.
2: <laughs>
1: like. right, right.
0: We get, you know, we still a night every yeah. now
2: and
3: then.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, good for y'all. From high school sweethearts to, they unsure of how they would describe themselves now. But I, I, I would say... <laughs> I, I would say a power couple on the move. I, that's yeah. What I would
1: say. Yes. Uh,
0: so welcome, 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 Gerald and Brittany Lanier, as well as pastors, Cornelius and Yolanda Karen. Hi. Thank you. I'm really excited about this show, okay? Um, I, I am. Um, my husband, my husband who's deceased, my husband passed away in 2014. He used to say to me that, he used to say to me, girl, you just like the idea of being married, you know, <laughs> You're so offended by that, you know, and um, then I start thinking about that. I've been thinking about that lately. And you know, that's kind of true because mm-hmm. I don't ever remember pretending as a little girl saying, I, when I grow up, I want to be a widow. I, that mm-hmm. never was in my plan. You know, mm-hmm. it was always, mm-hmm. I was going to be married, you know, right, somehow, right, right. You know? It was going to be, I was going to be married and I was going to be married and then this, or I was going to be married. So maybe I was, uh, maybe I was in love with the idea of marriage. Okay. <laughs> so I, um, I want to start out, you know, we don't have much time, but I want to start out just going to you, to each one of you individually and asking this question. You're not going to be ready for this, but okay. How did you know? Okay. How did you know that the person that's your life partner right now, how did you know that they were the one?
1: I, I don't mind starting. Um, we were high school sweethearts. We started dating in the 11th grade. and
4: At Jack Yates. Jack
1: Yates High School. And um, we went to, so when we graduated, she went to TSU and I went to Prairie View. So we're 50 miles apart, but we kept dating. And so I got a job in Houston so that I could come home on the weekends to be, you know, close to her. There was um, some school opportunities that I had that were much further away, but I didn't choose them because I wanted to be close to her. Um, and then there became a time like after my second year in in college, I just knew, um, you know, and I, I uh, knew what kind of girl I was looking for. I knew the qualities I was looking for and she fit the bill and i was like okay enough of this looking around i mean i know and so uh i will tell this quick story that when i proposed to her um the fourth year of our dating she was like shocked she wasn't like she's, yeah. <laughs> she wasn't expecting that wow. and uh, i had already talked to my parents i already uh, made plans to buy a ring um you know and then we got married the following year but i went from where i didn't know to it was clear that she was the one and that anything else was just really, you know, just uh, entertainment on the side. And it's like, okay, enough of that. Let me just zero in on on my life purpose. I'm kind of like that. I mean, I'm I'd like to zero in on what I'm supposed to be doing. So,
0: uh, that's great. I love that. I love right. it. So you knew. You know, at first you 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 went from you didn't know to for certain for sure. I like that. I like that, yeah. Brittany. I, oh, Brittany. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, let me call on Brittany. I'm mixing okay. it up here. <laughs> Britain. I, what
2: did I, I, I okay, so I am I'm a very type A type person like things have to go in order, and I'm very like I'm gonna get what I want um so i I met him and it was just something about him that I couldn't let go and we, we were sixteen at the time, so you don't know what it is. you just okay. know, hey, there's something about you and so I was like, hey, I like you come come over here and talk to me and- <laughs> And that it was, I tell him all the time, like I said I love you first. I pursued him. It was just something, and I tell him all the time it wasn't anybody but God because I was a child and I didn't know, but I knew, like, hey, you. I don't know what it is, but it's you. Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm.
2: It's you. And that was that was it for
0: me. Girl, go ahead on. (laughs) Go ahead on. Go ahead on. Okay, Pastor Yolanda Carol. Carol, Yolanda, your turn
4: my my t- mind is a little bit different because i don't i don't know when i knew i don't know when i knew to be real honest um, uh i was uh my husband is uh, uh, just a, a gentle giant engineer methodical and stuff and then i'm much more gregarious risk taker and all of this kind of stuff and so you know i was the the teach uh, he was the student class president. He was the, you know, star football player. He was the, you know, all of these, all of these great accolades. And I, you know, sat back at the class, just checking out everything to be sure everything was going all right out in the hall and all this, all this different stuff. So I, I, he, he uh, approached me and I, I thought, and I, when I originally met him, I thought, hmm, he's kind of nerdy. Hmm. He's kind of, Mm, he wears this this strange little uh, little hat, and I, I'm just not I'm just not sure I'm just not sure. So we were well well into our relationship. Now everybody else knew. Like my mom said, uh, take some pictures at this holiday and take some pictures at this holiday, so we can have all of that when y'all get married. And I'm all, I'm just like mm, I don't know, Ma. I don't know, uh, but. Uh, people were telling me, and I think I have to go along with Brittany, it just, it was God, God, when God sent him to me and kept me uh, level-headed and kept (laughs) me in a place that he would want to marry me, but I don't really know until when he asked me to marry him, I really started to really um, think about, okay, God, you sent him to me, but am I the marrying kind? I always question, am am I the marrying kind? Am I you know am i what he deserves and all of that so my story is very 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 different so i really don't know until he asked me to marry him and i really started to focus on can i be what he needs for a wife his forever wife then then it became it it became
1: right that's good right. that's good and let me let me just add that we've never quit uh since we started dating she was 16 i was 17 we have never quit even when we were separated in college and so i think that god kept his hand on us and kept us together so
4: wow. well, I, I have a different story for that because I, <laughs> I say he did write me a, a letter and say uh let's 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 be friends let's yeah let's let's date some other <laughs> <laughs> let's, sure, let's be sure but he <laughs> says explore he, he didn't he, he say it didn't happen i say it did happen
0: but, <laughs> right,
1: right, right. Yeah, that was a long time on, ago. On, so. on
0: paper. He's he he chosen to eliminate that from his memory break. I don't blame <laughs> you. Don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me <laughs> how did you know about Brittany?
3: So, um,
2: make me look I'm, <laughs> <good>. <laughs> I,
3: I'm a pretty methodical person as well. Like, I, I don't really like to go off of feelings uh or emotions. I really like to go off of like fact and what's <laughs> actually happening. Um, so you know we we met sixteen years old. We were on a trip to Grambling um and my buddy he went to school with her. We went we went to two different schools. We went to mm-hmm. twin schools. I went to the better twin though, went to Madison <laughs> <right>? <laughs> So <Okay. laughs> <That's fire. laughs> um, anyway. We can get into that later, but my friend was sitting with her and I went to the restaurant when I came back, he was like, Hey Gerald, come over here. And he was sitting with her. He had his arm around her. And she kept shrugging his arm off, but he usually like to show off and show what girl he talking to. So I'm like, Oh, it's his girl whatever." And But she was still like looking at me, like giving me the eye. I'm like, okay, okay. I, I, see the lies, but I don't want to mess with my, my man got going on, but you know, I went on, uh, we, we talked a little bit right then, but then later on, the next day, so that was Sunday. Two days. Two days, yeah. He called me with her on three-way. He was like, hey, remember that girl from the trip? She want to <laughs> talk to you. I was like, what? I'm like, all right. And so we were talking because she was trying to figure out where we knew each other from. We actually went to the same we middle school. We went to middle
2: school together also.
3: Was, yeah, yeah. Didn't know. Didn't know each other. <laughs> well, I'll tell you back, I knew about her because I was in a, a play uh, I was a backstage hand, but she was actually in the play. So I never met her. We didn't take the same classes and nothing like that. But whenever we got in my, I got in the car with my parents and my sister after the play, they was like, you know, my family, we like to joke a lot. They was like, man, who is this person in here named Britney Spears? She's a fake Britney Spears and just making jokes about <laughs> her name compared to the, the artist. And so... Um, Whenever I finally met her later on, I was, I told her the story, and <laughs> I just—it was just amazing to for these events to line up like that. And then that night when we talked on the phone, we stayed on the phone for about I think it was four
2: hours. No, it was, like it was eight, eight hours.
3: Eight hours, wow. knowing we had to go to school the next yeah, morning, right. and um, it just—I I had never had a conversation like that with another female where I felt so open to communicate with them. And uh and then them coming back with the same type of response, not like acting like they was different, like she was really giving me real responses, not just trying to <laughs> trying to bait and switch me like a <laughs> lot of and she still
0: does that today. Uh,
3: S- sometimes she bait and switch me now. Actually, for <laughs> for some reason, but... I'm
0: not bait and switching you, I'm
3: parenting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. I love it. So I see uh, like some couples who are in uh, their God-given ministry, they're doing their ministry work and they have a tendency and, you know, y'all can tell me if y'all agree or not agree, but they have a tendency to put other ministries before their marriage. And Mm -hmm. my belief is your marriage is your first ministry above all.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: How do you all keep your marriage as your first ministry?
4: Uh, let me jump in right there. Uh, I, I have to be honest. I'm. I'm a little. I, uh, for lack of a better word, I have a, a little, a, a, a little bit of a, a tenderness, or uh, not jealousy, but jealousy because I have to share my husband with with ministry right. with. With other people, with uh, 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 other opportunities, and those types of things.
0: So, real talk, uh, real talk, Yolanda. I uh, like that.
4: So, I, I mean, and and he has to he has to work really hard to appease me, for lack of a better word, uh, because I do uh, uh, from time to time make it obvious that okay it's, it's, it's every, does everything have to be church does everything have to be ministry does everything and so my husband is is, is he works really hard being intentional about okay would you, let's 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 have a date night let's uh let's take a trip um uh, what do you you know what do you want to eat even right now he's doing a couple of little projects that takes him away from home um ever since pandemic we've been home together working from home together so for the last 3 three years, we've been here together almost every day working, you know, he in his office, I'm in mine or I'm in the room or whatever. And so now he's in, uh, doing a project that requires that he's home, he's gone uh, three or four days a week all day during the business hours. But he even makes it, int- he's intentional about breaking up his day such that he can come home for lunch just to, you know, spend time with me, see what I'm doing, bring me some lunch and those types of things. So, um, he he is very intentional, and I think that's going to be the key word. You have to be intentional about it, or things will get in the way. Ministry will get in the way. Uh, the the things that go along with that, seeing people, uh, making phone calls. Um, um, we're a a a a a small growing church, and so mm-hmm. we're very 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 hands on. So he still is the pastor that goes to see people, goes to the hospital to see people i mean i'm still the pastor that we call our new members and and welcome them to the to the church and and tell them about our our history you know how we started and who our covering is and those types of things so for us uh it has to be very very intentional or i'll become a, a little unhappy camper Unhappy so,
0: wife, unhappy life.
4: So I want to like add to that.
2: Intentional. Mm-hmm. I want to add to that. I can completely identify with that. Like <laughs> I don't want to say I'm jealous. Well, I guess jealous would be the word, but my jealous comes out. I'll be angry. Like <laughs> and and in the Good, season. This, like, Gerald, something I did, I forgot to put in the bio. Gerald works at the church doing the video, audio, all the like. I thought the, he did something at the church. I did. Yes. I thought he did. So, something. all of the streaming, even in the pandemic, he was editing videos so we could have praise and worship, editing sermons. Like, he was without Gerald, church did not happen on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, you're talking about a lot of hours during the week because you got to go record multiple people, then you got to put it all together, then you got to come. Pray. It was just so much. And I was going through a church hurt season. Mm-hmm. So in the midst of that, I was like, hey, how much, how much I got, how much money do I have to make for you to quit?
4: Mm-hmm. 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 Wow.
2: And, and he was like, well, if we do this, then I, I guess I'll quit. And I was like, okay, cool. So I did it. And he didn't quit. Oh, I was mad. <laughs> I, was, I was so mad. But it I think it's been about a month for me where I'm like, okay, God, I need healing. I got to go through these transformations. Like, how do I get there? And he explained to me that he felt as though this was his part in the kingdom. Like, if I don't do this, then people don't get the message. And he's explained it before, but it hit right. differently this time. Maybe mm-hmm. because I was granted healing or maybe just because I wanted to understand more. But he He was like, without me, you know, they don't get these things or nobody's thinking about this. So that's why I do it and da, 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 da. So mm-hmm. I took it off the board. Like I'm not working to take you away from church anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and, mm-hmm. but being, being like, Hey, I'm here and I need attention. That's, that's literally where I am. Like, Hey, come mm-hmm. sit on my shoulder. Cause I need attention. So right. <laughs> that's where I am right now, but I can completely identify
0: with the jealousy thing. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I, I love it, man. I love the, the, I, I love the real talk. I really do. You know, that, you know, oh, i'm very understanding of what you no, no. feel god said. your marriage should be your first ministry and i love the word the key word the theme right here what you said the key word uh yolanda intentional you know oh, it's yeah. not accidental right, <laughs> you yeah. know one of the things the, the favorite part of any fairy tale that i used to love to listen to they lived happily you know you know hey and the and the and the real is no they did not live happily ever after you know they lived, right. but maybe not happily every day so i really i really uh appreciate you all's uh real talk
1: regina uh, I'd another like the, thing i wanted to
0: talk to you about regina, a lot of
1: regina, can i just add one thing oh, i'm
0: sorry yes. i'm so sorry go ahead no, no.
1: so yolanda and i and we we've kind of you know we've got some age in this thing but we were you know like like uh, the Lanier cu- couple, the Lanier family. We've been together so long that uh, we were we were ch- uh, teenagers, we got married, uh, we had our first jobs, then we had bought a house, then we got children. So it was kind of like we're going along, we add something to the plate, add mm-hmm. something to the plate, add something mm-hmm. and add something to the plate. Well our daughters are 35 and 40. Our uh, son is 22. And so they're kind of out doing their own thing. Um, we have both retired from corporate America. So that's off the plate. Um, you know, we, uh, you know, are in the house that we're going to most likely live in for the rest of our life. So we're not, ch- you know, so as we're taking things off the plate, it comes back down to me and Yolanda. And so a lot of couples, they uh, go through relationships. And then when the children leave, when the, the corporate America leaves, when you have to be at the house with each other, you know, like we've been over the pandemic, it's like who is that person? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you act like that, or I didn't know you feel <laughs> to right. it was, it was be like that. <laughs> who but are we you? Like, always try to uh, remember that we were first, yeah. and, and then we added children. We added you, you built upon the
0: foundation, which is as a couple. foundation you, is our you together. You, as a couple in God, y'all built yeah. up on that. Yes, that, yeah. that, that's good because. I heard a, a uh, pastor say on TV not too long ago, uh, he's doing a series called Don't Burn, and he's talking to married folks and, and singles, right? Mm. But one of the things that he said, and this hit me so hard, he was saying that a lot of marriages don't work out and a, and a lot of single people haven't found their soulmate because They're looking so much for what they can get out of it rather Mm -hmm. than what they can bring to Mm -hmm. it. And that just hit me so hard because when I'm saying, God, if you send me another mate, I just want somebody that can pump my gas. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm just being real right now. And then when he said that, it hit me so hard to say, "Well, you know, maybe that's why, you know, instead of saying I'm looking for someone that I can pour into, someone that I can support, someone that I can can love, it's been, you know, very selfish about me, 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 me. me. So Mm -hmm. when he, like I said, when he said that, that hit me so hard. And that's what I hear from y'all is Mm -hmm. that, you know, both of you all, even you said to Yolanda about, you know, is this somebody that I can be a wife to that Mm -hmm. I, you know? And I mean, I I, I think, I think it's just so wonderful. I think you all uh, really set a great example about, about marriage. uh, uh, today. both uh, both couples. Awesome. I want y'all to recall from me and I want to hear from the men this time. Okay. You know, you may have already talked about it. Uh, the women sure did express it. But <laughs> um, how can I put it differently so it doesn't sound? What, can you name for me one challenging time in your marriage? I mean, a time where you were maybe wondering or... Did I do the right thing, or did we do the right thing, or was there ever was there ever a time number one like that? and if it was, would you mind sharing that with us?
3: Uh, I could, I could start um so maybe about a year ago, um Brittany had asked to do like a mutation deal uh, <laughs> which was i I, I, I grew up in a family where everybody's been married for umpteen years, and just recently a couple of my aunts are um, getting divorced, but like my grandparents, my parents, what
2: Can I define me-cation?
3: Go ahead. <laughs> you, you can do it. Oh, I'm sorry. You can, go ahead, give your words.
2: me was me taking time for myself. That means no contact, no work, no nothing with anyone. Okay. So I, life had just become so overwhelming and I'm used to being by myself and a loner. I was like, hey, I just need a couple days. For so me don't case. bother me
0: at all. Okay. All right, Gerald, pick it up from there.
3: <laughs> so in that, she wanted to go. She went to Airbnb. Um, and by she herself. Was like, I'm go, yeah, by herself. She was like, I'm going to go explore the city by myself. Um, I don't want to have any contact with you. But also before she left, was like, Hey, if you wanna come over here one night because we're married and I'm like, how that that made me feel like a a, a, like, how you gonna have your time by yourself and then you invite me for one night and then I gotta go back home like no. I don't like the way that feels. Um <laughs> the Bible then, time,
0: you can agree to separate, but don't don't do it for too long now. Yeah. You know <laughs> don't do it for too long now.
3: Okay. Exactly. But it was it was um so growing up, my like I never seen where my parents was like, I'm gonna leave, I need time by myself, and I don't wanna talk to you at all. We didn't like, grow up in that kind mom. of
0: at least I didn't grow up in that kind of generation either, you know. Right. I'm so a baby like, boomer, so
3: yeah. And my, so my mom would uh, she used to be a flight attendant. And then whenever she she was working at, I think, for one of the hospitals or for MHMRA, she would travel for business. But when she travels out of town, she still would call. She'd check in. Um, so it wasn't like no communication whatever, whatsoever. Right. And so whenever she explained it to me, I was like, I really don't understand it. I don't get it, but I understand you need it. And so I was like, let's go ahead and do it.
0: Did you make uh,
3: it through, Gerald? Did you make it through? Uh and that was where that was where <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you do whenever, it, there? Did you make we, it we, when we got back together? Cause she was like, she texted me one day. Um the day while she was, was gone. The day was,
2: it ended.
3: The day before she was coming mm-hmm. back. She was like, Hey, meet me at a restaurant. And I'm like, so confused. I'm like, I haven't talked to you for days now all of a sudden you like just show up somewhere like what do i do i need to do something with the children what i like i was confused like what happened and so you know and trying not to communicate i'm like trying to give her short answers and stuff but like when we got back together it's just it it was like i wanted to understand her i felt like she needed that so that she could find herself again not necessarily for i mean for her piece as well, but I felt like this was going to be like a revelation thing as well. Um, it, but still, the the it was still kind of hurting Boy. to hear that my wife needed to get away from me. Right, as well right, yeah. well. Like, yeah. yeah. Usually, yeah, yeah. when I want to get away, I want her right by my side every time. Yeah. so it was. We went Which to, is really like
0: there. a really, really like a role reversal because it's usually the wife that's saying, I need you with me all the time. Mm-hmm. And the man who's saying, I need my space. You know, yeah. I, I know that I, I just made a very biased statement. But it's usually the wife that says, cling to me. What do you mean? You don't want to be, what? You know, yeah. so I, I can relate to how you felt, Gerald. I, that's mm-hmm. what I wanted to say. Okay, mm-hmm. Cornelius, tell us.
1: So we've gone, you know, we're, we're real life people and we've had some stressful moments in our relationship, uh, external stresses upon our family as a result of some, uh, things that happened with, uh, with, with our children, with our parents and those kind of things. And, um, my wife had to be hospitalized one time unexpectedly. And, uh, when, when she was there, um,
4: Let me say what kind of hospital, uh, Regina will probably know, uh, is West Oaks Hospital. I sure
0: do know, yes. Okay.
1: So, yeah. so, it was a, uh, so when we checked her in, then I discovered that I couldn't check her out, um, that she actually had to go through this process, and I could not have free access to her uh, mm-hmm. while she was being evaluated, I could not, you know, spend the night, you know, at, at the hospital with her. Right. And that was, um, to me, that was one of the mo- most emotional times for me of our marriage. I, re- I remember that we went to the hospital here in the area. They decided to take her by ambulance to the other hospital because they didn't want to release her back to me. And I'm like, this is my wife. I mean, and then no, she's, uh she's with us now. Mm-hmm. And so I can remember following this ambulance across town, just big tears in my eyes and you know, just like, Lord, please, I need, this is my wife. What, what's going on? So to me, that was the most difficult, one of the most difficult times. And uh, again, I couldn't just say, okay, she's feeling better. Let's, let's go to the house. Right. Nope, nope. nope. She's with us. We get to tell you when she gets to come home. And that was definitely one of the most difficult because I am, uh, I take very seriously my role of covering my wife and caring for her. And I can't, you know, I mean, I'm not a doctor or anything like that, but right. uh, I could not believe that they didn't, and I I, I get it, and I, I even got it then, but still to release her over to these medical professionals who were doing what they do, uh, right. that was very, very difficult. That was very, me. very
0: hard. Yeah, and you so. know, a lot of times, a lot of people are not successful mm-hmm. or do not have a positive outcome in right. treatment facility mm-hmm. because of that reason. Because mm-hmm. a lot of families will say, oh, you know, they fine now. You know, mm-hmm. we, we know we're taking them home. You know, we're taking right. them home. Right. If, right. For, if for no other reason, usually it's for fear that mm-hmm. something is going to be disclosed right. during mm-hmm. the treatment process that the family wants to keep such a tight secret about. Right. You know, mm-hmm. So a lot of times uh, people are snatched. I just call it snatched out of Mm-hmm. even kids, you know, mm-hmm. are, are snatched out of treatment because of the fact that, you know, mm-hmm. there's, there's something the family wants to hold on to and they don't want anyone else to be close to it. So mm-hmm. I really admire you for uh, trusting God in that process, because mm-hmm. that's what's really important, man, that you have to trust God. Mm-hmm. And just know, to... With- with certain things with your mate. You just have to put your trust in God.
4: Mm-hmm. And we have to just to for clarity for the, the viewers of the broadcast, West West Oaks Hospital is a psychiatric hospital.
0: Mm-hmm. And used uh, to work there.
4: Okay. All right. So wow. and so uh right. I made, you know, a, a, some very poor choices that ended up being documented as a suicide attempt. Mm-hmm. And the suicide mm-hmm. attempt landed me in West Oaks Hospital for a, a, a pretty lengthy uh, time and and you know again those hospitals i mean you can check yourself into a, a hospital uh but you can't check yourself out there are doctors what? there are people who don't know you who don't know your history who don't and so uh one of the things i mean again that was very uh difficult you know a very difficult time in our marriage sure. because uh i didn't know what what i wanted to do what i what i wanted to be what a whole lot of things. And his thing was, you know, what about me that I couldn't protect her? What about me that I couldn't, uh, you know, keep her safe? What about me that I didn't know something was wrong? Right. How could I, I not see it? How yeah, could well, I not see it? So, yeah.
1: and, and let me just add, it was a wake up call, not only for Yolanda, but for me, because, you know, when we talk about mental uh, health, um, many t- especially in the black family, right. we, we don't, we don't really call it what it is. Although right. We, we right. always ignore it. And say, "Oh, they're just having a bad day." Right. But it was a wake-up call for me yeah. that it was, "Look, uh, you know, you have to be mindful." And I have to, you know, I'm uh, in the relationship. I'm the uh, one that's a little bit more low-key and things. But uh, around my wife's mental health, I have to step up to the plate mm-hmm. and be aggressive and maybe say some things that you know she's not used to me saying, or make set up some appointments that she doesn't agree to with. But, right. um but that has challenged, you know, that. from time to time. And it, it has shown up a few times in our relationship, but um, you know, I mean, God has got us through it. And and it it has caused me to love, evaluate the way I love her, uh, which, you know, hopefully we can talk about in a minute, but
0: can yeah. I Can I, just, I see well, you back? I love that. I absolutely love that. I really appreciate your honesty and your openness. Sure, I appreciate you. that from all of y'all. Man, this is, man, this show, Has went to the next level. It was like it's happening right here. I'm watching this. You know, it's happening, and I really appreciate because you know we don't talk about uh, we don't talk about mental health, and we don't we don't discuss that. You know, Mm -hmm. in families, you're right in the black families. Um, But um, but anyway, what what I need to say is what I needed to say is that um, I'm glad that you all are so open about it and you all are so uh, honest about yeah. uh, what, what you're going through or what has what happened in your marriage. Can I, I
2: know piggyback
0: off gotta... that? Huh? Can I
2: piggyback off that before we...
3: This is Stephen Thompson. And Gerald Lanier. And we are here with the Community Cultivation Network. If you're looking to advertise, this is the space you could do it at right here. If you got an item, pig t-shirt, cheese and crackers. If you own a sensual massage parlor. Anything. Anything. If you got drawers. you had that twisty thing for the guys. Socks. If it's lit, you can advertise on here. Right here. CC Network. Ha! Yeah. So...
2: I he what I heard in that moment was isolation because I was like, hey, I need the isolation. And then they required you to be isolated. And so I feel like sometimes in a season when we're going through things, we don't, we don't. I'm I'm a very push, push forward, keep going type person. Like I'm gonna make it work, I'm gonna make it happen no matter what. And it got to the point where I could not feel any longer, I could mm. not heal. Any further, I could not help anymore. And to know that like there's somebody that's out there that I can identify, hey, this happened and I had to go get help. And we went to therapy after the medication because we were not okay. Mm-hmm. And he kept saying, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm like, no, you're not. I can no. feel this. I can feel the disconnect. I could feel the distraction, the and there's day, something here that we had to figure out.
3: The day we got back together at the, at the restaurant, and I said, I, I cannot express this in words any further. I've expressed as much as I could. I said, let's just talk to the therapist.
2: No, the, that's, that's not it, Gerald, that I'm referring to. What I'm referring to was when the words came out of your mouth, I'm sitting next to you, but I, don't, I feel like I don't know you anymore. That's the dis- That's the disconnection. So that's where I was like, okay, this isolation in in my vacation, I got so much revelation from God. I got all these things, and but it, and I was like, oh, I did this for me, for me, for me, for me, for me. But then I had to come back and reconnect, and it just wasn't that. I was like, oh God, oh God. Mm-hmm. So we, we, I just want to say, we went to therapy. The isolation <laughs> sometimes is necessary, but the reconnection. Is definitely mandatory. And I don't want people to take that lightly and skip over it because we have a new way to communicate with each other now. I Mm -hmm. see him actively trying to protect me, um, actively saying, hey, I will do this for you if that's necessary. Um, Mm -hmm. And saying, if you don't want to, you don't have to. Because it used to be mandatory. Mm -hmm. Now it's Mm -hmm. if you don't want to, you don't have to. Mm -hmm. So I'm just grateful for for revelations. So so you
0: all are telling me that (laughs) Christian couples... Go to counseling. Yep. Yes. Christian couples deal with mental health issues. Yes. yes. Christian couples sometimes are not connected. Uh that's what y'all are telling me.
3: That's what we're telling you. Yes. I would like to say that these Christian couples are doing it. Right. And we encourage that other Christian couples. Yeah, it. Absolutely.
0: Thank you. Absolutely. I, I strongly, strongly recommend that. You know, uh uh being someone who was, you know, a counselor being married to a counselor. My husband was a drug abuse counselor. I am a drug abuse counselor. We're counselors together. Let me tell you something. That's a crazy mix right there, you know, because, you know, a lot of our arguments were, don't you counsel me.
3: (laughs) Right, right, right.
0: So, you know, having a third party, you know, being a part of and being able to look at uh, us, you know, uh, was, Mm -hmm. was very important, we didn't go to therapy, I can't say we went to therapy, but we did seek outside help, like mm-hmm. you know, sitting down with our pastor mm-hmm. uh, and, and talking at, you know, at one point, because it was just you know, the communication was just really bad, you know, mm-hmm. because I, you know um, uh, you know, it always seems like this, the thing that people love you for, the same problem that they have with you later on, you know mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. husband loved the idea that I was a strong Independent black woman. He loved that idea, but later on, it it, began, it became between, challenging in our marriage.
4: What, what we call that is when we when we counsel couples, there's a, a a a thing that we we talk about to couples about it called. It's called what makes you valuable makes you vulnerable. Right. What Ooh. makes you valuable makes you vulnerable. So the same thing that you know my. We'll go back, gregarious strong personality outgoing and stuff all of that is good and fine when it's when it's on you know six exactly. seven. but when i'm on 10 that can set him off uh, right. because that's not attractive to to him with the so what makes you valuable right exactly exactly
0: vulnerable Okay, so I got one more question, Brittany. I'm sorry, you know, I'm sorry. So maybe we should have did this in two-parter. I'm sorry, Brittany. It's okay. All right, good, good. That's what I wanted to hear you say. (laughs) All right, married couples. And y'all have, this has been such a great show. But what piece of advice would you give to an engaged couple or a, a newly married couple going into this marriage and ministry? Um, what what advice would you give them? What What is the best advice maybe you receive or the best advice that you could pass on? And I'm going to start with the Lanier's first and okay. then we're going to close it out with the Carol's.
3: I, I can start it. Um, so one of the, the key components to how we've been together for so long and um, Thank you. how I believe we've been mostly happy with, with everything that's going on in our marriage is communication. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like communication is key to any successful relationship, whether it's business or marriage. Um, and I, I've seen that a lot of, a lot of people either don't communicate properly or they're not listening whenever they go into marriage. Um, and and another thing that I see is it's a lot of times we're not open and honest about who we actually are and what we actually want whenever we go into this thing called marriage, because some people think I'm just going to do this right now just to make her happy. And then, you know, at some point she's going to be okay, or I'm just going to suck it up. I actually have a Mm -hmm. a friend that said that men supposed to suffer in silence. And I'm like, why? Like that, Mm -hmm. that's, totally not acceptable, son. Right. Um, so communication and being open and honest with your partner is, is very um, key to having a successful relationship and also to being happy because if you're not honest with your spouse about who or what you want, they'll never know that you are unhappy with stuff that they've been doing for years and years and years mm-hmm. until one day you explode and then it's like, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Exactly,
1: and Gerald. Let, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Go ahead Pastor. No, 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 no. I wait. Okay. i <laughs> just going to say so- that Gerald what said what Gerald said. I just want to say that we also need to understand that we communicate differently. We yeah. we have different needs out of our communication. And one of the things that we kind of say is that often uh, men will communicate for information, women will communicate to connect. And so, exactly. as a man, I need to make sure that when I communicate with my wife, that I'm uh, allowing or Enhancing the connection. So I, I'm sorry. I just wanted. To- That's no, good. That's good. Thank you. You. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Very it's so good. so I want to offer that there should be a balance with women. Um, they say that women are unstable creatures. Don't believe that. Um, but I feel like there should be a balance in the way we operate with feelings and thinking. So because men are not, most men are not, uh, feelings based. My husband does not operate in feelings at all. I'd be like, mm-hmm. hey, I need you to feel right now. So
0: <laughs> I, have to,
2: <laughs> I have to offer <laughs> I I have to, to talk offer, into the feeling. <laughs> yes, I have to offer my feeling with reasoning. And he mm-hmm. had to teach me to do that because I was not taught to do that. I knew that I didn't operate in feelings or active feelings, like I'm not sad. I'm not hurt, like you know how we all. Oh, I'm an independent woman. I got this. Don't worry. about it. I'm gonna take care of me. I'm hold me down. Well, wow. that's. I mean, that's what I was taught. Yeah, all of that. But <laughs> um, but when he asked me, well, why did you? Why did you do that? I don't know. I just felt like it. Well, that doesn't make sense to me. So everything I do got to have a reason. Yes. <laughs> oh, wait a
3: minute.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so it's have a balance between my feelings and my thinking because if I feel this way I need to be able to tell you why I feel this way so we can get to the meat of it and then communicate properly so that we can solve Mm -hmm. the problem and move forward in the best way so just the balance of thinking and feeling
3: and guys give Give grace women give grace because we come from two different families two different backgrounds right communicated with your family before is not the way she communicates and vice versa exactly been there a few times Thank you. Thank you. Yes, Gerald and
0: Brittany. Thank you. Okay. Now, Cornelius and Yolanda.
4: Okay. I, I'm jumping right there. Uh, I think um, uh, Gerald and Brittany kind of, uh, they did piggyback on some really good, identify some really good tools. And one of the things I think I would say is we want to treat our mate like we treat our friends. We want to give our, our mate the same kind of grace we give our friends. Um, for example, my best friend, if my best friend forgets my birthday, or forgets to call before you know a certain time on my girl, birthday. Oh, that's alright, girl. That's okay. You know, but if your man forgets, but if and then we, and our best friend, we like okay, well, we're gonna go to dinner tomorrow then, and we're gonna and we we back on it and everything. But if our man forgets, then you know, I we are getting a divorce. Honey. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. How do you get my birthday. Yeah, exactly.
3: We're
4: um, we definitely okay. not sleeping together tonight. Yeah, yeah, tonight is not your night. It's <laughs> yeah.
0: So
4: um, we want to be sure and, and extend the same kind of grace that we extend to our friends or those grace that, that, good that extend that same kind of grace to That's our mate. And then I think uh, one of the things, too, that um, Gerald, uh, Gerald said early on is the communication and conflict resolution piece. We've mm-hmm. got to work hard on that because every hard. couple at some point is going to have some challenges in that area. Uh, communication, uh, and conflict resolution, the intimacy piece, not just intimacy, physical, but intimacy. you see me, right. I see you. Mm-hmm. Um, the finance piece, uh, not necessarily how much, who makes the most, but how do you feel about money? What do you do with money? What you're going to do? You know, where we're going to be, you know, two two months from now and in the trust piece and not just tr- mm-hmm. in fidelity, the infidelity and all that stuff, but can I trust you with my heart? Can I trust you with my dreams? Can I trust you with, with, with those I love, mm-hmm. those types of things. So uh, I would say to, to, to couples to please, you know, treat each other, uh, extend grace and then please, you know, uh, be, be okay with that at some point, uh, SIFT, communication and conflict resolution, intimacy, finances, and trust. That'll be a piece that may need tweaking, that may need some uh, uh, refreshing. refreshing, that right. may need um, some attention.
1: Awesome. And I, I would like to just add one piece, um, and I would tell young couples, don't underestimate the power of agape love. And I know that people say, oh, that's a church thing. No, the agape love is the love that keeps us when we're old, that keeps us when we're not as, you know, uh, you know, our bodies maybe don't look like they used to. Breaking down. I know. Agape love is what enables us to. uh, So and and the three elements to me, the elements of that are uh, love is uh, unconditional, love is sacrificial, and love is serving uh, our mate. And so, if I'm not serving Yolanda, then I'm leaving something on the table because she need I need to serve her. And where do I get that from? Then the love that the Lord had for us included those elements. And I think that if, as, you know, because a lot of times we think that love has is is more than the the L O V E instead of L U S T. Then right. then we might be that might be great for a while, but after a while, some things might change. Health right. might exactly. change. Weight might change finances my you know all of that so we need to be able to love unconditionally we need to you know in other words i don't love. in other words we stop saying well you know i love you because you're beautiful well she is beautiful but that's not why i love her i love her because i choose to i love her because um i believe she's a gift to me from god and so um and i love her because i desire i show my love by serving her and making sure that she has what she needs so i just want to throw that out there couples i hope will embrace that because when we can't, then we need God's help on our relationship. I can ask him to give me what he gave me when he gave me Jesus. So I'm just
0: saying. That's wonderful. That, I, that's a great place to end. I uh, I really appreciate you all being here this morning um, for uh, this segment. Uh God is so great. God is so good Mm -hmm. that, you know, y'all were the couples uh, that he gave to me to do, to do this. And uh, I'm, I'm really happy that uh, I had this opportunity to do this interview. I'm almost in tears. I'm, I'm Mm -hmm. trying to really choke back the tears about it, but (laughs) I really, I really connected with what, uh, with Cornelius, what he said, because I remember uh, me telling my husband, oh, Don't let my, uh, don't let our relationship or don't let me interfere with your relationship with God. And my husband just basically looked me straight in the eye and said, don't get it twisted. okay." Mm. Uh, (laughs) And he told me, he said, I am with you because he said, because I can cook, clean, sew a button on, iron. He said, I can do all that. He said, I don't want to be with you because I need you. Yeah. Right. I want to be with you because I want to be yes, you. Yes, And yes. that was the most romantic thing I have ever heard from a man. And oh, I, yeah, I was yeah. like, but when he looked at me, he was like, look, look, girl, don't get it twisted. Like, you, you ain't all that, you know, you, you, got, some, you got some bits and Pieces about you, okay? That I yeah. I see, but I still want to be with you. You know, yeah, yeah, right, you're right, not right, the right. greatest cook in the world. You know, <laughs> I'm, you know, up. <laughs> I'm not one of those women that said, "Oh, I can't wait to wake up and clean up my house." He knew all of that, but he right. said, "I chose to be with you because I want to, not right. because yeah, I need to." But I want to, so I, I'm good. very happy. So there's a segment that we do. Um, once again, thank my guests. Uh, Gerald and Brittany, along with Cornelius, thank y'all, thank y'all, thank you. But there's a segment that we do call You Know You Old, right? So it came to me right now. You know, y'all, my somebody was bamming on my door. They just would not stop knocking on my door. So I'm like, you know i you know i put y'all on hold i i muted myself i go to the door i'm like who is it you know <laughs> when I open up the door and it's a guy standing and he's pointing you know and i'm thinking what are you pointing at you know what he was pointing at he was pointing at the my keys were still in the lock.
1: oh my gosh
0: from last oh. night oh, my no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no
1: oh no oh gosh so you
4: know you old when you leave so you your left through the whole night you know
0: you old and you know you got God in your life <laughs> Yes, you yes. in the door that I am so grateful. To, <laughs> <that he's, laughs> and the crazy thing is, when I got ready to leave, I'd have been looking frantic for like, my kids, right, right. <laughs> You know, so
3: yeah, another you know, know you old me. And
0: you also know you old when you still got AOL, huh? right? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've had people actually look at me and say, "And I say, my uh, email is dot, 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 dot at AOL." It, Hey, what? <laughs> okay, so it's been a great show. Uh, uh, this show may be divided into two parts because of the fact that we did go over. I'm okay with that because uh, mm-hmm. it is a great show. I mm-hmm. if, if Gerald does cut it down to thirty minutes, I don't know how he's gonna do it. I don't know how they're gonna do it because everything has been wonderful, and it, I just feel like that somebody out there is gonna benefit from what yeah. y'all brought to uh, the show today. So. I mean, I love y'all. I love y'all thank like you. a fat thank kid you. loves cake. I love y'all, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I want to thank everyone for watching. Stay uh, t- uh, tune in for our next show, which will be about entrepreneurship, and uh, we'll have uh, Mr. Ralph Hawkins, Hawkins on, as well as Miss uh, Jasmine Jones, the CEO and founder of the CCN Network. So as always. I love y'all and don't don't forget, you know my my motto. If you're not dead, God's not done. Bye.